I started a series last week on the 10 signs of failure and um, I made you understand that it is not automatic that because you have entered a new year things will be new things will be fine things don't just happen nothing just happens by chance nobody passes an exams by chance nobody learns how to drive a car by chance you don't say I have faith put me behind the wheels and I can drive on the motorway we will come for your corpse and we'll bury you because by chance hallelujah and so in the same vein if we are to do well in the, in this year then certain things must be in position and I I sought to explain the the characteristics I said that when a man is suffering from malaria it is the signs and the symptoms that would help you know that this person is suffering from this or suffering from that barring that even if there is a cancer on the inside of somebody you may not know two people the person sitting by you may have something inside god forbid that they are not even aware of because it's not written on the forehead it takes signs and symptoms to, to be able to tell even what condition somebody is suffering from now if you go to the hospital and uh, you sit in front of the doctor and you say, I'm not well. The doctor won't just say, okay, and prescribe drugs for you. The first thing he says, what is wrong with you? Say, okay, maybe my stomach. What is wrong with your stomach? He wants you to describe exactly what you are feeling so that by the symptoms you are presenting to him, he will now work out what is wrong with you. There's no doctor who can just look at your face and say, this thing I suspect it is this. They need information. They need signs and symptoms. Now, if a man is going to fail also, there are signs that tell and there are symptoms that show. Hallelujah. It is not how tall a man is that determines his success rate. It is not whether or not one is married. It is not whether you are fair. It is not even which you work that determines success i have seen a poor lawyer before i have seen a drunkard who is a lecturer who had to be sacked because he couldn't stop drinking so it, it it's not just that you are working a good place it takes more than that to succeed but i pray for you that in the year 2019 you will succeed and you will do well to the glory of your god in the name of jesus somebody say i am the one the first sign we spoke about last week, I'm recapping quickly so we can continue, is, is that any person who thinks that he's a failure is a failure. Hallelujah. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what, what is going on in your mind, what, how you see yourself, how you picture yourself is exactly what you are going to become. The thing that is in your mind begins to show forth in your decisions. Thoughts translate into decisions. Decisions translate into actions, and actions translate into destinations. So a place that you are going, or where you are today, is a product of what you were thinking some years ago. Yes. Hallelujah. Somebody says, I want to be a doctor. He doesn't just get up one day and he is a doctor. He, he thought about it. He decided to take certain steps, such as going to medical school. And then after going there, he took actions, such as learning. And after learning, he got to the destination of being a doctor. And so ultimately translates into who you become. Hallelujah. And so somebody wrote a book the other day entitled it, Think and go rich 
It says, think and grow rich. Because he understood that there is power in your thoughts. Church, that is why you must be careful the things that you allow in your mind. We cannot read minds. We cannot see into your mind. But you know what you are thinking about. If you think you are a failure, you'll be a failure. If you think you are poor, you'll be poor. If you think you are down, you'll be down. I came to tell you, if you can think positively about your life and about your circumstance, listen to me. Your eyes can tell you one thing, but you can decide to think another thing. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what your eyes are telling you. David had the opportunity to meet Goliath in a battle. He was representing an entire nation and representing God himself. And Goliath was a giant who had skills, who, who knew how to fight. He, it wasn't his first time. He wasn't an amateur. He had been doing this for a long time. In fact, he was so great and huge that he, it had to take somebody to hold a shield and another man to hold a spear because he was a great man coming to battle. It was up to David to decide, do I think of myself as a failure in, the, in front of this man or I think of myself as a victor then he says I come against you not in my name but against you in the name of the Lord of hosts because he understood that if God be for me who is it that can be against me I came to tell you if you can think positively about your situation knowing you, knowing that God is for you you will do well in the name of Jesus somebody say I am the one then we said number two the second thing or sign that leads or shows or pinpoints into the direction of failure is to live like a, like a fool. We said to live like a fool. If you live like a fool, you will fail. And I gave you a few scriptures that shows somebody who is living like a fool. The first one we, I, I gave you was what scripture? Psalm, Psalm 14.1. Please put it up. Let's recap quickly. Fourteen. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. A fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Then I explain to you, the Bible says that guard your heart because it is out of it that the issues of life flow. Is that one in your Bible? Guard your heart. Okay. Then this scripture says, the fool has said in his heart. How can you say in your heart? Does your heart have a mouth? So what does it mean by the fool has said in his heart? What does it mean? It means that it is more, it takes more than just saying. It is your actions because the heart, guard your heart because it is out of it the issues of so how you behave in the face of the issues of life is what determines what you are saying in your heart. If in the face of adversity, you behave as if there is no God, then what you are actually saying in your heart is that there is no God. It doesn't matter that you are actually sitting in church. You are saying in your heart in the face of the issues of life that there is no God. There are many people, when the storms of life start, start, start you know, coming against them, they forget that they are Christians and they forget that they have a God. That's why one of the things I keep telling people that in the year 2019, make sure that your pastor is a Christian. Hmm. It's a serious matter. Hallelujah. Make sure that your pastor is a Christian. You understand me later. Maybe, maybe I'll preach a sermon so that you can understand me. But the fruit of the spirit is love. Joy, peace, patience. So if a person is supposed to carry the Holy Spirit, 
I will not see it by his prophecy. I will not see it by how eloquent his preaching is. I will not see it by how accurate his decrees or his word of knowledge is. I will see it by the demonstration of the gift of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience. So it doesn't matter that a man can prophesy with accuracy. If he does not exhibit the whole package of the gift of the spirit, you have to suspect his source. That is why I said make sure your pastor is a Christian. Now, so the, one, the second way to feel is to live like a fool. The second scripture I gave you, what scripture was that? Proverbs 13, 16. Put it up, NLT version. It says, the fool takes decisions without thinking or acts without thinking. Wise people think before they act. Fools don't and even brag about their foolishness. So when you act without thinking, you are a fool. And if you are a fool, you will fail. Amen? If you act without thinking, somebody said, well, as for me, when I'm annoyed, I don't think, I just act. In other words, when I'm annoyed, I'm a fool. When I'm annoyed, I become a fool. Because that's what you're saying. The Bible says that the wise think before they act. If I want to go to um, Accra and I stand here and the car comes and says, um, every, every, every. When I think about it, when I sit in the Ebri car, it will not take me to Accra. So I will not act because I have thought. The fool will say, I am going to Accra, all car be car. So this car that has come, I can jump into it. And then you end up in Ebri when your desire was. The fool act without thinking. Another way of acting without thinking is simply doing things because everybody else is doing it. Mm, can I go there? Doing things because everybody is doing it. The fact that everybody does a thing does not make it right. In this generation, in this season, in our dispensation, you have people who are unmarried, but they are cohabiting, and, and they say they are in love, and they say that um, they are studying each other. Can I go there? The Bible says wise people think before they act. What was the next scripture? <coughs> Put it up. Put it up. Yo, we are waiting for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Proverbs 6.32, NIV. Proverbs 6.32, the NIV. Proverbs 6.32, the NIV. Okay. <laughs> but a man who commits at NLT... Put up NLT, let me see. NLT. Okay. Can we read the first line together? Go. Amen. Simple scripture. This one, I want all the men to learn it. What do you think? Is it a good scripture to learn? 
Okay. Only the men. Can we read it together? Go. No, I didn't hear. I was hearing some hmm, 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 hmm. Ready, go. <laughs> For he destroys himself. Okay. Now, it does not say the man who, who commits adultery is a fool. No. He says he's an utter fool. Utter fool means complete fool. Complete. There's no space. There's no room for argument. The man who commits adultery, he's an utter fool. And so, if you meet such a man, because he falls in the category of foolishness, it means he's failing. He's failing. Okay, put up the woman's own too. Ah. What are you talking about? Can we read it together? Just the ladies, just the women. Ready, go. So a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. And I made an indication to you last week that imagine if a wise, um, a, a foolish man marries a foolish woman. And they live in a foolish house. It will be complete chaos and anarchy. Because whilst one is destroying himself, the other one is destroying what they are building. And so you, and you see, that is why many marriages are set up to fail from the beginning. Because the man is a fool. The wife is a fool. And they are married. They think their ring will save them from, from the consequences of their foolishness. See, you can put a witch a dry witch into water and baptize her. She will come out as a wet witch. Nothing will change. <laughs> Nothing will change. Because it takes more than just water. It takes power. It takes a sense of regeneration and of the mind to alter people's behaviors. So just putting a, a nice golden ring on the finger will do nothing to a man. He will just let him look like a married fool. What are you talking about? And let's jump quickly. Number three. Now, now we are all caught up. We can go. Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. To be lazy. To be lazy. A person who is lazy is bound to fail. Person who is lazy is bound to fail. A person who is lazy is bound to fail. A person who is lazy is bound to fail. Can we say that together? And then ask your neighbor, are you lazy? There is no way the answer will be yes, I am lazy. One of the things I've realized in life is that almost everybody thinks they're hardworking. Almost everybody. So, but, and yet, they, they are lazy people. So where are they? Like, where are they? Are they? Are some here? Are some here? Are they some? You are supposed to report to the office at six. You say, oh, master traffic. So I'm sleeping small. And you get to the office at seven. As if everybody else who came to the office suddenly grew wings and flew over traffic to get there before you. Can I go there? Proverbs 12, 11. Let, let me start with this one and break it down. 
Proverbs 12, 11. Plenty of food. But the person who chases fantasies has no sense. A hard worker has plenty of food. In other words, a person who works hard will prosper. But one who chases fantasies. You know what fantasies are? You are sleeping in your room, but you are dreaming that one day I will buy a car. One day I will build a house. One day I will marry somebody's daughter. And all you are doing about this is just fantasizing about it. You are doing, you are not taking any concrete action. You are not taking any concrete steps. Somebody's fantasy, somebody's dream is that I would, I would pastor a thousand, two thousand, three thousand seater church. And yet, you, you, you don't even know the difference between Kenya and Kenya. Yeah, yeah preaching said, and, and the Lord, and the Lord delivered the children of Israel to the promised land in Kenya. He delivered them to Botswana, not Kenya. You see, people will not study. People will not build themselves up. They have allowed laziness to encompass them. See, but it is one thing for God to speak over your life. It is a totally different thing to have that thing come to pass. The the other day we are told, Jesus performed the first miracle in scripture by turning water into wine. And yet, before he did that miracle, he gave an express instruction. He said, fill the barrels with the vessels with water. Jesus will not fill any barrel for you. You've got to carry the barrel. You've got to fill it yourself so the miracle you are looking for will come. Many of us have sat down and have crossed our legs. We are expecting angels to come for the barrel. Another set of angels to fetch the water so Jesus will come and turn it into wine for us. There was a woman whose husband was one of the sons of the prophet who died. And uh, this woman's husband left debt for the family. In fact, the debt collector had come and wanted to even sell the children into uh, slavery so that he would recoup the money. And he went to the prophet. The prophet said, um, for this thing, uh, you need to go and borrow more barrels and line them up. And the Bible says she, she got the barrels and oil started flowing into them. For as long as there were barrels, oil kept flowing. The, the, the moment the barrels were finished, the oil ceased. See, it means that if she had more barrels, the oil would have still kept on flowing. If she had less, she would have gotten less. It is your ability to build capacity that, that determines the flow of the oil that you are looking for. If you don't rise up and work hard and build something, get barrels aligned, get barrels ready, you will wait and wait in vain. Nothing is going to happen. Can I go there? Can I go there? Can I go there? Yeah, laziness many Christians are utterly lazy because we know how to declare a few scriptures and say a, a few faith things. think that that alone is enough and must open doors for us David was listen, before David killed Goliath he was already fighting wild animals in the desert he was fighting them yeah, he couldn't just have jumped from bed, um, had done nothing before, and then find a stone and spoken faith over the stone, and then left the stone, and then the stone will fly magically and hit the forehead of Goliath. It doesn't work that way. Listen, even when God delivered the children of Israel from captivity and they were going to the promised land, there were no buses. How did they go? They walked. So in order for them to move from captivity to the promised land, they had to walk. They had to work hard. Have you walked before? Have you walked before? 
I remember there was a time I walked from, from Pesek to, um, or from 37 to Pesek, which one? From Elwak, <laughs> in Tako. And, and I, was, I was part of the SRC. We had organized buses for them. So I was going to make sure that everybody was, was accounted for. So I was just going around. My things were in the bus. When I came, the bus had gone. What would you do? And the Ayamfanya exercise. Walk from Elwak. Straight to prison. Then I understood that the not every walking is the same. Some of you in your offices, when you climb two stairs, you start panting like a, like a fish. That's, and they walked. They had to walk. Angels will not come and carry them from Egypt and go and deposit them in, in Canaan. It does not work that way. Hard work is necessary. So watch it. Genesis 2.5 or 2.15. Put it up. Put it up. Genesis 2, I think 15. <coughs> Fantastic. The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend it and to do what? The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden too. In other words, the purpose for God placing him there was to do this, was to tend it and watch what? He was to work on the place. He was not put there to go on excursion. To go and smell the flowers and the scents and the aroma in the place. He was put there to work. Tap someone to say, work, 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 work. Tap someone to say, work hard. I pray that the Lord will raise a generation in this house who will work hard in church and outside church, who will work hard in industry. When they are looking for people in your office who are hardworking, may your name be top on the list. When they are looking for people at home who are hardworking, may your name be mentioned. Somebody say, I hear you. Many Christians have replaced work with prayer. This one too, can I say it? Yeah. You cannot substitute work with prayer. I told you, somebody came to me and said, I'm looking for a child. I said, okay, good, good, good. You're looking for a child, fantastic. Where's your husband? I said, my husband is in America. I said, why are you? I am in uh, uh, Dodoa. I said, ah, so, I'm not clear. Explain to me exactly how you want the Lord to produce another Mary. So that the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. That's not work that way. Can I preach? Is it a good message? Yeah, it says, and the Lord took the man and put him in the garden. That is one of the things men, married, young men, you've got to understand. Especially the unmarried ones who are now coming. The man had a defined purpose in the garden long before the woman Eve came along. Amen. The Bible said, God told man, let us make, God said, let us make for him a help meet. A help, a help, okay. So it doesn't say help meet. By this time, if you're in grace, then we're still saying help meet. We need to deliver you. Hallelujah. So when you go and check your Bible, well, it, doesn't, it doesn't say help meet, M-A-T-E. It says help meet, M-E-E-T, because the two of them must meet psychologically every way. They must meet together in their minds, one purpose. And the two shall become one flesh, so they must meet. Amen. But before the woman came and there was a meeting, he had, Adam had a purpose. Because if you are not doing anything, what help do you need? 
If Adam was not doing anything, why would God bring a helper to a man doing nothing? I don't know. Do you understand? For him to have needed a helper, he should have been doing something worth helping to achieve. And so, young man, you are doing nothing. You want to go and carry somebody's daughter and come and add to yourself. You need help. Tap a young man by your side. Say, you need help. You need help. (laughs) Somebody said, we need help. You and who? (laughs) Hallelujah. Work hard. Okay. First Timothy 5.8. First Timothy 5.8. First Timothy 5.8. Good, King James. But if any, any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Did you hear that one? If any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and he's worse than an infant. If you're a man, you are married, and you are not providing for your house, the Bible says you have denied the faith. It's a serious matter. Your children, you are, you are not taking care of them, you are irresponsible. The Bible says you have denied the faith. You are worse than an infidel. Strong, these are strong words, Osofo. What do you think? Strong words. When I came across it, I, I, I was just, I said, so how come many Christians are so irresponsible like that? What portions of scripture have they been reading? It says, if a man fails to provide, and before you can provide, you must work hard. Because, unless you want to be a thief. Otherwise, you need to work hard. And so that you can provide for your own house. That is, that, you see, that is one of the sad parts. There are some men who are not providing for their own houses. They are providing for somebody else's house. Can I go there? It says, those, and especially, especially, when you hear the word especially in English, what is the, what is the key equivalent? Enkanka, enkanka. What is the guy equivalent? Hey. <laughs> where, 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 where are the guys? Okay. Ashi, Joseph Ashi. You are. <laughs> yeah. So provide for those in his own house. And people have found other people in other people's houses and they are providing for them. He says, You are worse than an infidel. Let me add these two scriptures and then I'll talk about the last, uh, the fourth one. And the last for today. Hallelujah. Proverbs 10.4. Proverbs 10.4. He becomes poor. That deals with a slack hand. But the hand of the diligent makes rich. So a man who is lazy is going to be poor. This one is not a spirit of poverty. It's not that we have to bind some old lady sitting in somebody's village, minding her own business, waiting patiently for her day of death so she can go in peace. He says, a man who is lazy will be poor, full stop. Now, understand that in this text, there is no indication or or there there is no place for, for prayer. Prayer was not added to this scripture. Did you see prayer? No. In this place, you do not see maybe laying on of hands. You, you don't even see prophecy. 
What it means that it is possible, Sofu, for two people. One of them will receive prophecy that you are going to be rich. The other person will not receive anything, but he will be hardworking and become rich and leave this person. Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. Because it says lazy people, lazy people are soon poor. Hey. Hard workers get rich. Lazy people are soon. Just say, and check. And check. And check. And check. Hey, yes, you are do. And check. It is, it, is, it is fine. Maybe your background is not strong financially. Like many of us, it is, not, it is okay. It is fine. That is somebody's life. Your job is to drag yourself and your children and possibly those connected to you out of where you were born to a better place. If you fail at it, you can't say because my father didn't leave me anything. Then there's a problem with you. Hallelujah. I, I was with my father a few days ago. He's putting up his place to move in. And he was, we're just going around looking at the place. And then he said, this thing that I'm wasting money and time and effort doing, I know at the end of the day, none of you people come and live here. I said, you're a prophet. <laughs> we don't have time. Because everybody is doing well for themselves. What do you think? Yeah. In fact, when my grandfather died, Left a huge cocoa somewhere. I don't even know the place. The last time my father went there was when I was seven years or eight years or something. He he told me that it is only for property. I asked him, so, Daddy, why won't you go? He said, he told me. And that thing still rings in my head. I I didn't say when they give it to you, don't take it. Master, if you don't take it, you're a fool. Now you have to understand. I'm saying that it is only failing people who fight for properties. That was when when we went to Pastor Biafis' um, dad's funeral. And after that, he had um, he had quite a number of children from how many women? Three here. Four women. Okay, so quite a number. So they were they were sharing the thing. This house here is for these people. This house here is for that. This house here is for that. That one house. And then um, when they gave it to Pastor Yafi and his siblings from the mother's side, said, okay, no problem, no problem. And then there was another gentleman from one of the women said, no, we like the one that you are giving to Pastor Yafi's people. That is the one we like. We will take it to court. And Pastor Yafi and the siblings said, no problem. Lawyer, you deal with it. We are already building our houses in Accra. The thing, there's a man living in their property. Oga, take it. Don't pay rent to anybody. You live in it for as long as you want. And this man is fighting. We want this. And so, because of the battle, now even the one that they gave to him, see, they have to hold on to it. So, you are struggling. The one they've given to you, too, you didn't get it. And now he's coming to beg them, oh, this thing, let's just settle it so that... Uh, Hallelujah. So, listen, we, we, you must do well. Work hard to pull yourself. Don't be about doing well. Take the steps that will cause you to do well. Hallelujah. Nobody has fantasized themselves into success. Nobody has ever fantasized themselves into millionaire status before. I dreamt about it and it came to pass. Ah, something must always happen. Okay, number four. Let me, for the sake of time, let me just jump to the fourth, fourth point. <clears throat> to change nothing is a sign of failure. A symptom of failure to change nothing. Put up Isaiah 
Isaiah 43:19. Isaiah 43:19. Isaiah 43:19. Isaiah 43:19. Maduli bihada bazus. Isaiah 43:19. Okay, it says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Ecclesiastes 3.1. And then you put this one back up. I will do a new thing. Now, a man, to everything there is a season, and every time to a purpose under the heavens. There are times and there are seasons. And, and what does, go back to Ecclesiastes, watch it carefully, please read it carefully. It says, to everything there is a season. To everything there is a season. In other words, the Lord has created seasons for every activity. Season for an activity. Season for an activity. That is why you can't carry your three-year-old daughter and go and say, it's time for her to get married. Because the activity is a good activity, but it is occurring in the wrong season. So it says that to everything there is a season, and then a time for every purpose. Now, when a man understands this, then you ought to also realize that when a season comes, you need to have the ability to change certain things about yourself in order to fully tap into the benefits of that season. You can't remain the same way you are every day of your life and through every season and expect things to be the, I mean, things to go up for you. Hallelujah. So a man who does not know the wisdom in changing will remain the same, will fail. Hallelujah. Assuming you are a, um, I want, okay. Assuming you are a banker, right? Those days, they used to balance books with, uh, uh, with, with actual balancing of books. So they would record and then balance the thing at the end. So there was, because there's no computer to do the postings automatically. So somebody's job would be to do the, make the entries manually. Now, assuming somebody says, as for me, this is how I learned it. This is how we must do it. So the computers you have brought, I will never use it. The person's ability to, uh, inability, sorry, to change will immediately make him a failure because he will become useless. Now, these days, they are bringing on, um, we have ATM, automatic abadi, teller machine, which means gradually we are getting to a place where I will, and, and we are almost there because this, some of these machines take money. Yeah? So it means instead of going to queue, I can actually go to a place and then put the money and go home. I won't meet any human being, I'm fine. Now, there are some banks are putting the banking on your phone. So you can do everything just from your mobile phone without going anywhere. Why? Because if you don't adapt to change, if you don't change, you will die. Now, if your mother, when you are giving birth to like Echo, they have bought some clothes for, for him and he's wearing them. Right. Now, assuming Echo is five years and the mother says, Master, entire we are no better. Men's son, we won't change. We are no better. Imagine it. Imagine it. Some of you behave in a certain way 
throughout 2018, throughout 2017, throughout 2016. You have come into a new year, a new season, but the behavior and, the, and everything about you has not changed. It is the same. Listen, no matter what, what wind to blow in this year, if you don't change, you will end the same way you ended last year. You will end the same way. Change is necessary. If you fail to pray last year, this year you must pray. You must change your prayer life. Change your giving life. Change your heart life. Change your mind life. Change everything about you. There some of you, even in order to get married, you must change your beloved. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I go there? Yeah, some of you. It's a serious matter. Yeah, some of you, even before, before you can get married this year, you must change. Well, you are in your mind, you see, in your mind, so for, you want to get married. So your mind, you have already gone to shop right and, and occur decor and in your mind, you have bought things and decorated your home in your mind. Now in his mind, he, that one is not part of his plans. He's thinking about something else. So until you either change his mind to bring it in alignment with what you are thinking or you substitute him and bring on somebody else, you will be disappointed. Change! Is it change? When, when we're in uh, secondary school and university, Pastor Michael, and I knew him very well, one thing he didn't like in his life is wearing jackets. Oh, I've told them. Yeah, throughout secondary school and, and university, hi, jackets. God forbid, he won't wear it. You look for Lacoste and jeans and be running around. And, and, and you know what? Then the Lord touched him and called him and, and called him into ministry. Not only that, after all ministry, you can decide not to wear a jacket. Then, then he worked in a bank. How can you say that as for me, I want to wear t-shirts and Lacoste to work? You need to change. Today, he wears the thing with so much. What are you talking about? You need to change. Somebody said, as for me, um, uh, um, uh, the manual car, it is the best. It is the best. You people are lazy. Be there. Be there. Choco, 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 choco. Accra traffic. And you are, you are there. You go two minutes, choco. And then choco. Meanwhile, somebody is by your side and just leaves the leg and presses. <laughs> hey! You see, our, our ladies of these days, they have a blender, blends the thing. They have something, a dishwasher. They have a washing machine. They have a, an oven. They have this. They have that. And then somebody will come and pass. Ah, the, the women of today, they are lazy. Be there. Open the car. Hallelujah. You need to change. Hallelujah. That's where we are going. Even, even if you look at the, those who build, their building styles are changing. My daddy spent several years in, 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 in the field as a building contractor. These days, when he looks at the, the, even the, the roofing sheets are, are different, the, everything seems different. Measurement, this, that, different. Hey, are they a family so? Times have changed. Seasons have come and gone. And so if you don't adapt, if you don't change, you will fail. Hallelujah. So pastor, the pastor said, um, uh, Christians of today like comfort. 
They like air condition. Like they should sit in the sun. If they sit in an air-conditioned room and a man is anointed and he's preaching, would they not be blessed? Should they sit, stand or sit in the sun for you to know that they are real Christians? Doesn't make any sense. And yet, the pastor who is saying this is driving an air-conditioned car. You need to change. Somebody said, Jesus was preaching and he was preaching with his raw voice. Rock, rock, rock. He was screaming. Thank you. He was screaming and preaching and everybody was hearing him. And so, me too, I'll use microphone. I'll just scream, hear me. Change, it's necessary. You need, someone say, I was born like that. That is how I am. Everybody knows that's for me. That is how I am. You be like that. Yeah, be like that. Maybe in your home, nobody can talk to you. Go and try that in the corporate world. They will dress you. And you look at yourself, me power mini. Now I am insane. Change. It's necessary. Who your champion will fear? Who could do my self? She has said, I can't do too. And someone said, I don't know why. They all don't like me. Maybe it is you. How can everybody not like you? You have dated 72 guys, and all of them are bad. 72. All of them, they are bad. Maybe it is not them, maybe it is you. What do you think? Yeah, it cannot be all 72 of them. Young man, you have dated 54, 54 ladies. And this 54 was just in 2018. And you are saying all, all, all ladies like money your taste in women. It cannot be all of them. Me, when I dated my wife, I didn't buy anything for her. Even when I buy, she'll fight with me. Say, you're wasting money. You're, we are building our life. We are now going to get married and start life. You're wasting money on this. And the sad thing about my wife is that, listen, even this morning I told her, she, she brought out her makeup bag. I said, I'll make a bag, idiot. And yet classy enough for me. I'll buy you one. Then I said, no, I won't buy you one again. She said, why? I said, you, anything that I'll buy and I'll bring to you, she said, the first thing she say is, Yediebu. <laughs> hey! It's like, hey! Default set, you know, default set. I, I don't know if you've experienced that before. It's normal, eh? Or it is just me, James. It's normal, eh? Hey! Whatever! And you see, when I bring it, she, she, yes, I don't I think they have factory prices for everything. <laughs> when I give it to her, she, oh, oh, this is, oh, thank you, and look at it, ain't you the same. So it is this, nah, you dear boo. Next time, me, I made the overcome. So I told him, see, see my wife, if, at that time, I, when I buy, she'll fight with me. I said, that is what made me know that she's a good woman. But if you, you are not married yet, it's like a relationship. You must, you must watch it. You must watch it. Yeah, because if, because if, if, there is, if the demand is not able to meet the supply, the price will go up. And when the price go up, you can't afford her anymore. We are spiritual economics. What are you talking about? Put your hand on your chest and say, I will change. Listen, some of you, last year, you didn't pray. Come on Fridays. How many of you were here this Friday? 
How was it? He said, Friday, come. Let us pray. Let us see God's face. Let us wade in the prophetic. Because Sundays is difficult. You see, Sundays, people wear, wear their Christmas dresses and look very nice. So Sundays, we, we, I usually don't want to go in that direction. But Fridays, we can wear jeans and come and dirty ourselves in the presence of God. Come and pray. You will not come. You won't change. But you want things to change about you. The first thing you must change in, your, in 2019 is you. Now, they say, I am ending it. They say, um, um, okay, okay. They say that it is wrong to compete with people. And that's right. It is wrong. But the only person you are permitted to compete with is who you were yesterday. The only person you are permitted to compete with is who you were yesterday. You need to be better than what you were in 2019. If you don't change and you remain the same, you are bound to fail. Sir, get that for me. Yeah. 